0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Slasher Supreme. I'm your host, Christopher, and today's review is going to be over the movie King Kong from 1933. So let's get into that movie review, shall we? King Kong was directed by Marion C. Cooper, stars Faye Ray as Darrow. Robert Armstrong as Carl Denham, and Bruce Cabot as John Driscoll. I mean, what can I really say about this film that hasn't already been said? From the incredible, awe-inspiring stop-motion effects to the amazing musical score, and finally, the classic story of Beauty and Beast. The plot of the film, for those of you who don't know, is that a man named Carl Denham, a filmmaker, has come into possession a map leading to an uncharted island that time has forgotten. Along with a ship crew and a girl he finds on the street to be his leading lady named Anne, they venture off to the island, only to find a civilization that worships a giant ape named Kong. One night while staying close to the island on a boat, islanders come and take Anne by surprise and bring her back to the island to then sacrifice her to Kong. Leading Carl, John, and a small ragtag team into the jungles of the island to find Anne and save her from Kong. Anne is rescued thanks to John. And Kong is captured thanks to Carl, who needs to make at least some money off his pick off of the ape. Since he could not film his movie, he will always try to, you know, make Kong the next best thing. From there it leads to the most legendary climax in film history where Kong escapes and tears through New York City, finally climbing the Empire State Building where he is gunned down by planes to then hear another legendary thing the ending where Kong's body is laying on the ground and Carl comes up to him a cop tells Carl that the airplanes got him And Carl responds, No, the airplanes did not get him. It was Beauty Killed the Beast. This film, in my personal opinion, is one of the most important movies in cinema history. Um, It has captivated millions. It's inspired a ton of people, including myself, to pursue a career in film in some shape or form. I myself have always wanted to be a director thanks to this film actually I seen it when I was very young and it inspired me and how it really showed how fantasy and movies like that can you know whatever you put your mind to can really come about every time I watch this film I always find something new and I always fall in love with it again from the beautiful painted backdrops to the insanely detailed stop-motion figures where uh, a good example is Kong you can almost see every fiber of hair on him and it's crazy to me that the um, effects made 85 years ago can still hold up today yes, some parts they are very cheesy looking but at the same time when they don't, they look incredible the T-Rex-Kong fight is another highlight of the film but it is not as legendary as his ramp through new york city in 2005 peter jackson made king kong along that time i think it was 2005 actually sorry if it's not but you know, there was also a seven-part documentary where he tried to recreate a scene from the film that is lost to history and it is the famous spider pit scene, which was later put into his film. And showing how the techniques are done today. And it's a puzzling to them how they were able, able to even achieve though back then. And that is them doing it today is incredible. And it says a lot about the film. Another thing is that actually a ton of this film is lost. There, I think from what I remember reading is almost like an hour to hour and a half of lost footage that didn't make it into the film. One reason it was going, like with the spider pit scene, it was, it would actually drive the film to an X rating, which would have been banned in most theaters at the time. So they had to remove those. Another one was more scenes of Kong. I think stepping on Islanders and eating them was also taken out because it was giving them an X rating, even though some of those scenes do make it into the film. But it is sad that a lot of this film is lost to history. Another thing that is interesting it for this film, for those of you who don't know this actually has a sequel called Son of, Son of Kong, and it was actually released the same year after King Kong was released. RKO uh, got a hold of Marion and they wanted a sequel, you know, so they let him do it. He had eight months, I think, nine or eight to nine months to shoot a sequel to this film. And it isn't as great as this film is, but actually it's pretty well for what they got, you know, done in eight eight or nine months. I would highly recommend you seeing both films, kind of back to back because they're a natural continuation of each other. Where this film ends with New York pretty much kind of destroyed and Son. Carl Denham has to take responsibility for it and things like that, so we do get a natural progression with the characters. But that's the sequel, so I'm gonna go back to I'm gonna backtrack it to this film. I did say in my last podcast that Godzilla was one of my favorite giant movie monsters, and that I normally prefer him over Kong. That may be true, but movie comparisons to the first film, I highly prefer King Kong over Godzilla in that regard. As much as I do love the giant Japanese monster who breathes fire, there's just something about this film that it, I just can't shake. So I would highly, i highly do prefer King Kong the original over the uh, Godzilla film. And it's actually a neat thing too, is because the producer for and director for Godzilla actually loved King Kong. So uh, without King Kong, we possibly wouldn't have that giant, you know. We wouldn't have Godzilla. So, in a weird way, it's kind of like we wouldn't have one without the other. So I wouldn't have my love of Godzilla without having King Kong be you know, be a film itself. And having to love both monsters is something I can do. Because these films, this film is amazing. If, like I said, you haven't seen it, you need to see it. It is an incredible film and it will leave you, like I said, feeling the same way I did when I was a young kid seeing it. And when I seen it, it was in 2000, like in the early 2000s. Imagine seeing this back in 1933 and having no idea of how they even got you know, any of that on screen. It must have been... Uh, the best thing I could come up with is all inspiring. It's insane how to... Watching that movie back then. I wish I could. I wish I could take a time machine and hop back to 1933 and watch King Kong in theaters. That is how much I would love like how much I love this movie I want to see that in theaters at one point Um, another film uh, another thing with it is this movie has had uh, four remakes now it had one in the 70s actually three remakes sorry one in the 70s with uh, Jeff Bridges and then 2005 with Peter Jackson and then recently but I won't say really a remake, I guess, kind of a reboot because it doesn't follow the same story pattern, but with the Skull Island film. So there's different versions of Kong you want, if you want to, you know, pick. Personally, I prefer the 1933 version, the original version, and the Peter Jackson version. The 70s version with Jeff Bridges, I, I don't know how I feel about it. I never really care to watch it. Like I said, anytime I really feel a hankering for King Kong, it's either this or the 2005 film. The 70s film, I feel like, for me, was kind of a one-time watch. I know it's, it has really good special effects in it, the Kong suit, and that film is really, really good. But it just it doesn't have the same kind of impact this film does. I guess the stop-motion effect just still takes over a giant kind of rubber suit, which normally would, I'd be cool with. So... There are different eras, depending on if you don't want to see a black and white film, there are colored, Kong, you know, colored versions of Kong. Because I know some people have kind of hesitant to watch a black and white film for whatever reason. Some of the best films, like in my personal opinion, are black and white. But anyways, enough of that being said. Yes, if you haven't seen King Kong from 1933, you are missing out. You need to see this film. It will change you, really, if, you, if you've if you never seen it. You might, not for today's audience, I'll guarantee I to end it, but you might find it boring and slow at the, at the start, but just hang in there. You will be thankful you did. So with that being said, I'm going to go out to my outro, so thank you for listening. With all that being said, that is another episode of Slash the Supreme Podcast. Thank you for listening. Please like, share, favorite, subscribe, or whatever you gotta do. Let me know you're out there listening. If there's a certain video game and or movie you would like me to review, please leave me a voice message on Anchor, or I now have a Facebook page. So go to the Supreme Podcast, and I will be up there so you can send me a request on there, or keep up with the podcast. Today's movie fun fact is that Marion C. Cooper... Original idea for the film was a giant ape on top of the world's tallest building fighting airplanes. He just had an idea, and he just wanted to make that into a film, and he worked back from there. It's kind of a neat idea. It's kind of a neat little tidbit for those of you who didn't know it. I actually didn't even know that, so it was, it's kind of neat to know. Next week's podcast, I'm actually going to have two reviews, so it's not going to be just my solo one movie. I'm actually going to be reviewing a Netflix series I just happened to find out called The Killian Frequency. So I can't wait to talk about that because I'm actually really digging this show. I really love it. And another one is Uninvited. A mutated cat runs amok and kills people on a boat. Yes, it sounds dumb and cheesy. That's because it is. Another film, actually, it's because it's my birthday. I bought a couple, so I'm going to be watching them with my family and my wife. Um... Is going to be cool as ice. I love what, making them watch horrible movies, so that's going to be something we're going to do. I might actually review that. I know I'm mostly sticking to monster movies and kind of horror movies, but I might just you know want to take a little break and do something just kind of dumb. So I might do that in another review. Actually, I might add it to my the next episode. I'm not sure yet. So with all that being said, thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode.